the truth. special guest today, and that is uh, uh, Lawrence Cumby, also known as Lark in Texas. And uh, for some reason, I'm not seeing his picture here. Uh, we have we got, uh, uh, did you uh, come in, Lark, with the, uh, with your camera? I, I came in with Skype. I did not come in with the camera. Should I do that? Yeah, yes, please. Just click on your camera option so you can. Let me see what I can do here. Yes, thank you. I'm not. I'm not very swift at all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ron. I understand. Well, uh, but but since we are simulcasting an audio video to uh, livestream.com forward slash Ron Avery, and then forward slash uh, search for lawful government. But uh, if you just go to uh, livestream.com forward slash Ron Avery, then you'll see all these little uh, icons for the different shows. Uh, oh, so I need to go there, right? Is that no? Or? You don't 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 go anything. You want to stay on Skype. You're you're only uh, on Skype. Don't do anything but Skype, and then click on your camera option. You should have something that has a it has a microphone. And a little box with a, a funny uh, V on it. That's a camera. You want to click on your camera option. And you you do have a camera on your computer. Uh, I think I did it. I see a picture. I see it now. You're sideways. Uh, now, now, now How I about see. That stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Very good. <laughs> Very good. All right, man. Okay, now now people can see something. Well, wait a minute. I've got to also move this on in here. Now people can see on the uh, on live stream. They see a big picture of you on the screen. And I wish we could God get help them. Uh, where the together mode is, but uh, I don't see where that is. Uh, the together <clears throat> mode is just ridiculous on here. They get a bunch of pictures of. Stupid stuff on here. I don't. I, I don't know <laughs> the world that we're supposed to be together on there. In uh, uh, all that, all that stupid pictures in there. So we're going to skip all that. I can always put me in there uh, this way. This is the best way to do it. I'll put me. 
Okay, now we're both on there on the live stream so people can see us both. All right, well, um, we wanted to talk today. Uh, uh, I consider you an expert on something called uh, communitarianism. And uh, this is kind of a new topic to me, and so I'm, I'm really interested in it. And what it looks like to me is it is the uh, it is the the, the uh, uh, intellectual tool uh, to bring about all of these uh, destructive things uh, in, in society uh, that that are taking people's freedoms away and uh, and doing so unlawfully. But uh, uh, and I and I have about eight slides that I would like to show at the end of the program to kind of wrap it up. But we also have a couple of videos we can show. And uh, and do you think we ought to just start with those, Lark? You want to start with what is communitarianism, the video, and then you uh, talk some more about it? Or would you like? Oh, uh, we can do that, or we can focus on the one that is uh, what is communitarian law. Either way. Okay. Uh, they're both good. You remember, there, there was a there was a five part series that's on YouTube. Uh, okay, okay. Well, let me let me let me pull that up. I'm gonna sh start sharing the screen then, and uh, sh uh, share the sound. Okay, start sharing, and then I'm gonna go to uh, this. It's called "What Is Communitarianism." Uh, no, it's it's called What is Communitarian Law? Uh, is that the one you wanted to watch? Yeah, let's focus on that one today, and then we'll we'll touch base on the communitarianism uh, definition as well after the fact. Okay, all right. Well, we're going to go right to this one and start uh, hearing it. Yeah. What is communitarian law? Communitarian law is a new legal system used by regional and local governments affiliated with the emerging global government. Communitarian law was created to sidestep national law by way of programs designed to balance community rights with individual rights. Communitarian law courts circumvent constitutional protected rights to rule in favor of the community in the name of social justice. Communitarian law is a three-tiered system from the top down. One, international communitarian law enforced by international courts of justice. Two, regional communitarian law enforced by regional parliaments. Three, local communitarian law, community development public-private partnerships, and local Agenda 21 plans. Communitarian law is more often called community law. It's the type of law that limits personal property rights for the greater good. Community rights are typically decided by a small group of self-appointed leaders that come to an agreement on what is best for the environment with the definition of community being everything from a small village to the entire world. How do we know if a law is communitarian? If your national or local lawmaker passes a law that balances individual rights against community rights, it's a communitarian law. Laws that include victimless crimes, mandatory safety laws, public health and environmental laws are communitarian laws. Words like environment, 
economy, economic, equity, climate, social, governance, and community are all terms that identify communitarian laws. All laws written for safety and security are communitarian. The international term for community law is acquis communitaire and is currently the highest form of law in the European Union. All current trade agreements between the U.S., Mexico, Canada, Central and South Americas are modeled after established European communitarian law. NAFTA, CAFTA and other U.S. free trade agreements are designed to balance the rights of individual citizens in each participating nation against the rights of developers rebuilding sustainable communities. These free trade agreements are specifically designed as communitarian legal arrangements that trump federal, state, and local laws and constitutions. Communitarian laws always rule in favor of the private corporations and NGOs that are compliant with sustainable goals. The UN declarations like the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development and Declaration on the Right to Peace are communitarian law. For Americans, the adoption of these international communitarian laws removes us from the constitutional system of protected rights to the ever-evolving principles of social justice. The definition of social justice is constantly changing and can only be defined by those that declare themselves more moral and advanced, like upper-level academics. Communitarian law should be considered as global law, and as such, it can easily defeat anyone arguing their case and using U.S. constitutional law. The Communitarian Foreign Policy by Amitai Etzioni's Abstract from 2014 clearly defined his Fabian tactic of gradualism, of breaking apart complex policy goals into small, discrete steps in both international and domestic programs. His foreign policy perspective has been formed in part of U.S. debates for over the last 50 years. Dr. Etzioni can sound utterly reasonable while he is presenting and openly admits to shaming people into submission. Communitarianism is not voluntary but coercive in its very design and those laws are in place to guarantee acceptance. According to researcher Nikki Rapana, quote, Talmudic law forms the foundation for communitarianism, unquote. A researcher and retiree living in Texas, Lark in Texas, states, communitarianism is, quote, tyranny with a smiley face, unquote. Both Nikki and Lark agree. Communitarian law is reinventing government as it dissolves all nation states in favor of regional and international legal authority over all individuals, their property, and their nations. Do you notice any communitarian laws being instituted in your local community? Thanks, Dave. Japan is the place to look. Mm -hmm. uh, in Japan, the government law was actually minimal. 
But they got this, they have a very strong social fabric, a very communitarian, if you want to use that term. And as a result, once the government explained what needs to be done, uh, uh, people uh, by and large voluntarily, they shame some people, which is uh, we, we don't like to do, but it's a very uh, communitarian way. It, uh, in the end, leave the decision to the person being shamed, but it tells you what society expects of you. So, uh, and again, no, they did not do perfectly because the pandemic is so vicious. It blocks all barriers, and by the way, it's also back in China. Mm -hmm. But the model we should look for is in New Zealand uh, uh, and Japan. Wow. Wow. Well, let me get out of this here. Okay. Uh, let me make sure I got one turned off. Okay. Uh, well, uh, uh, let me get this back to, uh, where is it here? Hang on just a second. There. Whoops, still not there. Now we got it. Okay. Um, well, that that's pretty amazing stuff. Um, uh, I would like to hear your comment about uh, that too, about that video and who that man was. What it was, his his, his he was a German uh, German Jew. His name is uh, Werner, really Werner uh, Falk. What that is? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah he changed his name to a Hebrew name, which means tree of life or tree of knowledge from Zion. When his, uh, after his uh, family emigrated to uh, Palestine uh, in the early 30s. <clears throat> and, uh, of course, he took, took part in the, uh, the uh, so-called Israeli War for Independence and uh, was, in fact, a terrorist himself. He uh, emigrated to the uh, States in 1958, where we find him at the uh, University of California at Berkeley. Then he made his way to uh, Columbia in the uh, Ivy League. And uh, today, and since 1990, he's been the, uh, the uh, director of the Institute for American Communitarian Policy Studies at George Washington University, which is uh, very close to the White House. And he's been a uh, special uh, policy advisor to every American president since uh, Jimmy Carter. He's about uh, 93 years old, and uh, he's got children, one of whom is a gentleman by the name of Oren, O-R-E-N, Etzioni, again spelled E-T-Z-I-O-N-I. -I. It looks like it might be Italian, but it's not. It's a Hebrew name. And he is at the Paul Allen Institute at the University of Washington. Amitai Etzioni has been dubbed by the press at one point in time as the everything expert. And uh, his son has been dubbed by the press as the uh, um, the father of, or the godfather of uh, uh, artificial intelligence, shall we say. Really? Well, I think he has so, a lot of artificial intelligence, for sure. Uh, I think both of them are filled with artificial intelligence. Yeah. 
Well, despite his age, he you know he wasn't uh, born in America. He wasn't reared in America. He came here as an adult, and of course, since that time, as a sociologist by training and profession, he's uh, decided that uh, Americans just don't know how to act, and uh, uh, we don't. We, we're an immoral people. We're you know we're reprobate and. Uh, we need to, you know, we need to clean up our act because uh, we just got everything wrong. Yes, wasn't it? Uh, didn't he say we were uh, unhealthy? Uh, what did he consider? Uh, uh, unless you were a part of the community, and the community is all there is and rules, then uh, we're we're not uh, healthy. We're an unhealthy uh, people. Well, you just may be a terrorist, in fact. Yeah, you know, or 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 a hater, you know, yeah. or or something. See, these, these people—they've got all the answers, you know—and we're supposed to just toe the line and go along with how they interpret the language, because of course they're they're just so much smarter and wiser than we are. They're certainly more moral. Yeah, and uh, you know, and besides that, we don't really have any say so in the matter because, after all, we're just dead slaves, and. Uh, you know, we're really only supposed to just, uh, you know, kind of listen to our elders and follow orders. There are certain people in this world that think that they themselves are the shepherds and everyone else is their flock. Yes. And uh, that's how these people roll. Yeah, I, I think that uh, uh, after seeing all this uh, uh, and, and uh, looking at the material you've uh, given me, uh, we'll get into it more after this break uh, coming up. But it appears that uh, they come up with a new name for government. I, I think that the community is just a soft, uh, a soft uh, name for government. So that they've come up with the idea that government should be should should determine what people do, what the what the people do, and it actually has priority. The, uh, and, but they call it community now. See, it's no longer government. It's the community should have priority because we're we're supported and sustained by the community, and we we derive our our uh, sense of worth and our uh, our stability from society. Therefore, it is superior to the individual. And what that's, what we're going to show right, later it- on what we're going to show later on, that this is simply uh, inverting what true government is, which is uh, a creation of the people for the protection of their property. And everything government, or let's just use the government and community, all that they have is what the individual has within themselves and then delegates to it, whether that be community or or the government, or whatever they want to call it. It's, it still is the same thing. Well, we got to take well, a break here in just a few seconds, or before uh, we wouldn't have much time to get into anything. So uh, right after this break, we'll, we'll uh, get into some more of this, and then we'll watch another video at, after the bottom of the hour. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. the number 2, keep it today. Extendivite testimonials on Amazon are very informative. Here's one. Rad. Consistent results when used for heart problems. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious that if he hadn't made it to the hospital in time, he would have died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives, he tried Extendivite. While taking Extendivite, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with American Freedom News is your daily website that will keep you fully informed on what both the good guys and bad guys are doing in the information war in which we are all engaged. Fed up with the lies of the fake news media and the censorship of big tech giants? American Freedom News is the solution as we provide truth and knowledge on all the vital issues of the day. American Freedom News believes in America first. The establishment wants us split into numerous hostile groups rather than uniting in a common cause against the corrupt oligarchy that is plundering America and the world. Many more Americans are waking up and realizing they are the victims of the ongoing Great Replacement and Great Reset. But the malevolent forces trying to systematically destroy America can and will be defeated. Be fully informed by reading American Freedom News, the best news and information site on the Internet. Go to AmericanFreedomNews.us and find out for yourself. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. to begin no one 
Ron Avery here and his special guest, uh, Lawrence Cumbie, also known as Lark in Texas. And uh, <coughs> uh, uh, Lawrence, I'm going to ask you to uh, turn your camera back on. I think you switched it off for the break there. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I'm. I, I see myself on. Oh, there you are. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very good. And, I, and now I'm going to come back on here too as well. So, uh, okay. Well, uh, let's, well we'll, in a minute, in a second here, I'll get this. If, and if I might, uh, Ron, if I can yes. rephrase what uh, what you said in a, in from the standpoint of a communitarian. Okay. Let me know when you're ready to roll. We're ready. Take it away. Okay. Yeah. Well, first of all, regarding government. See, in a communitarian system, everything has been privatized. There really are no more public offices than public lands in a communitarian system. It's all been privatized. That means it's got, it's, it's, it, it is some variation of a corporation. And, uh, because in a communitarian system, they regard uh, governments uh, as we once understood them as obsolete. Nation states themselves are thought to be obsolete because in their place is something they call a market security state. And in turn, we will see the rise of what's called regionalized data-driven city-states. So nation-state, bye-bye, including the USA. In its stead, or in their place, is something they regard variously. Other terminology is employed, but generally speaking, only the market security state exists in its stead. And in turn, what we're seeing the rise of is the... Uh, you know, following sustainable development goals and communitarian land use and uh, economic development pathways, we're seeing the rise of the regionalized, data-driven, even smart city-state. So the only thing about government that remains is the mind control. Because in the watchword today in a communitarian system is the word governance. Not government. They're going away. Governance is management. That's what governance means, management. And that's your management and all material assets, territorial assets, and resources, including human resources. These are the things to be managed. And in fact, they will be micromanaged as much as they're able, because in a communitarian world, anything that moves is a candidate to be fitted with a chip. The that includes the air, the water, the you know the the uh, the, the plants, animals, and uh, human beings. Yes, I I am, uh, I am beginning to get I get in the picture of what it is. My big question is, where does it derive authority from to control people, as you say, manage people? People management requires authority. Now, my question is, how do they derive authority? Well, they don't, uh, Ron. Uh, basically, it's derived from coercion and force. 
Well, that's the called tyranny. <laughs> that, that's exactly that's what it is. Authority is abject tyranny, then. <clears throat> it's a form of totalitarianism. And it's been brought forward into our, our lifetimes. Yes. And uh, these people have worked a long time at this because, of course, the prize is so great for them to screw it up. Because the prize for them is ownership and control of the future. And really what it means is the enslavement of all of mankind. And they're, they're virtually there. They're, they're right on the cusp of doing that. I think they're, they're on the brink of it. And, and this COVID-19 proves it. A, a, a global takeover of uh, an institution of their plan. Global. That was just a pretext. That was just a pretext, Ron. You know, yeah. they, they want to switch over to a digital currency and they want to do a, a completely new uh, economic system. You're right. Uh, We're gonna take a break, uh, another break here, and then we'll be back at the You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, Independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. 
homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. special guest, uh, Lawrence Cumbie, also known as uh, 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 <laughs> Lark in Texas. And uh, we're talking about communitarianism today. And uh, so uh, uh, go ahead, Lark, and continue with what you were saying there. Well, no, uh, what, we're, what we're looking at regarding communitarianism is something called the third way early on back in the 80s and into the 90s. And uh, it, it's, it's also known as a radical centrist position on all debates and conflicts that you can possibly imagine. And uh, so they're looking for this uh, golden mean, this happy medium, because of course what they want to do is they want to do, unite the entire world. And so they have to bring us together in their minds in the way of uh, religion, philosophy, law, trade agreements focused on uh, international trade law, these free trade schemes for controlled and managed trade. And the truth of the matter is, is that we, we're moving toward what I would call a dirigist uh, or a command and control economy. And so in this economy, the people that are king are the data collectors. And that's why we've seen the rise of big tech in the past 20 years in our lifetimes, because these you have to have a lot of data in order to micromanage your assets, your property, and as they see it, and especially in an ergonomic and efficient manner, because, uh, you know, capitalists are all about efficiency. They care about the bottom line. And they don't like wasting resources. Capital has demanded free flow. And this is what neoliberalism is all about. Also part and parcel of communitarianism. Because remember, communitarianism is little more than the thesis, call it the problem, of, say, communism 
juxtaposed or versus or added to the antithesis, the expected reaction, and, and that would be capitalism. And so when you join those things together, when you collide those forces, this new synthesis is called the solution. And that is called the final solution because in their minds, it is so perfect that it can give no rise to any further conflict or debate. And that new system of governance is known as communitarianism undergirded by international communitarian law, which is private commercial law. Yes, and that, what is astounding to me about this is that uh, it, it really doesn't have any authority whatsoever. Uh, it's just a tool uh, developed by those who have overthrown lawful governments throughout the world. Uh, it's a tool to maintain power and, and tyranny over the people. It simply has no authority to rule them uh, in any, uh, whether it be economic or uh, environmental or whatever they would like to, to discuss. They have no authority to deal with it, no authority to make you do anything related to it. Uh, it's just them taking over and uh, developing a system to uh, control the people or manage the people. But it, the whole thing is tyrannical. Well, we need to identify the partners in crime uh, in this process. And we also need to identify the language so that we can spot it when we, when we hear it, when we see it. Yes. You see, because you can't take over the world unless you enlist a lot of support to your cause. And so yeah. you have to ask yourself, well, how do they do it? Well, there's always the uh, financial or economic incentives. You know, there's the, uh, you know, well, you know, it's kind of like the mafia comes into town. And so uh, they thoroughly take over the town. And so you, you're, you're, in a, you're in a quandary. You have a conundrum. Do I join them or do I oppose them? Yes. Okay. And so we see this playing out like at school board meetings because see, they're coming after our kids. They're coming after them with jabs and all kinds of it, – it, it starts with the children in the schools, and it goes to the universities and yeah. all the people that are involved that say nothing, that go along with this because they're fearful. And what are they scared of? They're scared that they're going to lose their jobs. Yes. And so uh, – so, uh, What are these – some of these uh, words, you, you've mentioned these words, these key words – uh, so give us a taste of some of these key words uh, that uh, that you're referring to that uh, that, that show that this is uh, communitarianism in action. Well, the example I've uh, habitually used. Uh, email. I'm did sorry. You, did you want? Yeah, to you could some you, of those up. Yeah, I, I can't pull. I can't pull the email up at my oh, end, but you can I, if you like. I pull it up, and I think I something like. Private sector, public sector. Well, there, that, that that is just an overview. That particular email, Ron, although it's valuable. Uh, okay. The other one is called communitarian buzzwords. Uh, in your okay. inbox. Here it is, communitarian buzzwords. The words that I've used in the past are words like quality living or quality of life. Now you think those words mean one thing, okay? It's not exactly spelled out, but you have a general idea what 
quality of life means. Well, what you may not be familiar with is the United Nations has a so-called global happiness report. Did any of y'all know that? Now, there's another one is called quality learning. So if, if these school superintendents and these school principals and these teachers say they really, are, they really care about quality learning for uh, your little boy or girl in the public schools, you're thinking, well, golly, these people really care about my child. They want to teach them. That's not what it means at all. Quality learning goes directly to its communitarian parlance. It has nothing to do with quality or learning. That's important to recognize, too. Also, we know of words like sustainable and uh, sustainable development. Well, that is, that's, that's land use policy that flies in the face of property rights. We've heard of these free trade agreements. Well, there's nothing free about it. Yeah, this is controlled and managed trade. And finally, is this word community, which everybody thinks they know what community means. But you don't know what it means as it's used as a weapon wielded against you. Because what's happening with these words that are now in front of your eyes there, Ron, not mine. These are words that we hear every day and we read every day. We're literally bombarded with these words and these terms of phrase and or terms of art. That's important. They're not ordinary words. They're terms of phrase and terms of art. And so you can look those things up, but uh, they're words that you think mean one thing. They sound harmless, innocuous, no biggie. But in fact, they have more specific meanings than you are permitted to know about or because you're too disinterested to care. They want to know about what their real meanings are. So if you want to share with the listeners what some of those words are, you can rattle them off fast. Well, unfortunately, I couldn't get to them either on the email. There's a whole, You sent me a whole bunch of emails, so I, I couldn't quite uh, get all it's, uh, Do a search, communitarian buzzwords. Let me, uh, let, let me uh, to, to kind of move this along in kind of an organized fashion, I'd like to go ahead and uh, kind of show the slideshow now. Uh, so, so we can use that. Uh, I'm hoping you can see this too at the same time. I can. Okay, good. And we should be able to uh, bring this up totally like this. Just a second. And so I'm going to move this out of the way here. Okay, everybody should be able to see this now. Uh, and again, we're, we're live streaming this to livestream.com forward slash Ron Avery. Uh, and you can uh, see on there the live program. It's called Search for Lawful Government. And uh, so we're, uh, we're looking at the slideshow now, and I'm going to read it to you for those who are, are not watching the live stream. It says, Search for Lawful Government with Ron Avery at republicbroadcasting.org, and the topic is communitarianism. Uh, special guest, Lawrence Cumbie, also known as Lark in Texas. And uh, then, then the next slide is communitarianism, and this is the Oxford Dictionary, and uh, uh, Lark wouldn't think that these are the best ones, but I wanted to get those that uh, were, were not uh, necessarily... Uh, I wanted to get the impression from people that didn't have anything against this stuff, just people commenting on what this stuff is. So they've, they've given 
uh, Oxford Dictionary has a definition. It's called, uh, quote, a theory or system of social organization based on small self-governing communities. Uh, an ideology which emphasizes the responsibility of the individual to the community and the social importance of the family unit. And uh, so th that right there, uh, if we change the word community to government, let's see how that would sound. An ideology which emphasizes the responsibility of the individual to government and the social importance of the family unit. See, uh, you take one word and, and make it soft and wonderful and cute, but the ultimate end is really the same thing. Uh, and they even use self-governing communities. Well, how are they going to govern? You know, so they're still talking about government. Uh, then communitarianism, this is the definition by the Stanford Philosophical Dictionary. And it says, quote, communitarianism is the idea that human identities are largely shaped by different kinds of constitutive communities or social relations, and that this conception of human nature should inform our moral and political judgments as well as policies and institutions. We live in most of our lives in communities, similar to lions who live in social groups rather than individualistic tigers who live alone most of the time. Those communities shape and ought to shape our moral and political judgments, and we have a strong obligation to support and nourish the particular communities that provide meaning for our lives, without which we'd be disoriented, deeply lonely, and incapable of informed moral and political judgment. Uh, you can see now, if we take the word communities and stick in government, just let me read the last part again. Those governments shape and ought to shape our moral and political judgments. And we have a strong obligation to support and nourish the particular governments that provide meaning to our lives, without which we be disoriented, deeply lonely, and incapable of informed moral or political judgment. We'd be totally incapable of moral and political judgment. Nothing could be further from the truth. Then <clears throat> communitarianism, and this is uh, uh, Lawrence Cumbie's uh, definition that I got off his website, it says, quote, a 20th century political doctrine which emphasizes the interest of communities and societies over those of the individual. Uh, and second here is the communitarian movement aims to create a new society within the shell of the old with the philosophy of the new, which is not a new philosophy, but rather a very old philosophy, a philosophy so old that it looks like new, <laughs> okay, like that. Well, and you can see he's really right. And, and what is this other than the governing system taking priority over the individual? Uh, 
and and now uh, let's see. We we hear that we there's something I got out of Wikipedia, and uh, I don't think I'm going to read that whole thing. Uh, but uh, well, let me. I think I will. Uh, hopefully, maybe Julie will let us skip this next break so we can kind of wrap this up well. There's only a couple of more slides. Um, and that is this, I don't know how to pronounce this guy, this the Jewish name here. It's Amitai Etzioni. Etzioni, I could say that part. I like to go with yeah. Werner Falk, anyway. Uh, he was born, uh, Werner Falk, uh, 4 January 1929, is an Israeli and American sociologist, best known for his work on socioeconomics and communitarianism. He founded the Communitarian Network, a nonprofit, nonpartisan organization dedicated to supporting the moral, social, and political foundations of society. He was called by, they wonder who, the guru of communitarianism movement in the early 1990s. And he established the Communitarian Network to disseminate the movement's ideas. His writings argue for carefully crafted balance between individual rights and social responsibilities and between autonomy and order in social structure. In 2001, Etzonini was named among the top 100 American intellectuals as measured by academic citations in Richard Posner's book, Public Intellectuals. A study of decline, Etzonini is currently the director of the Institute of Communitarian Policy Studies at the George Washington University, uh, uh, where he has also serves as the university professor and professor of international affairs. His most recent book, Reclaiming Patriotism, was published, published by University of Virginia Press in September 2019. So this stuff is pretty recent. Uh, and he's definitely a contemporary person, even though he's like 93. Well, yeah, he's a, he's redefined patriotism for us, y'all. Boy, I bet he has. Uh, and it is absolute uh, 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 obedience to the community, uh, which is government. They're a new version of government. So uh, here's, some, here's some quotes from this guy. Quote, we establish... For the moment, a new world order. 11 September 2001, everything changed. Another quote, the world needs a new global architecture, additional layers of governance to deal with issues that neither nations nor traditional forms of intergovernmental organizations can cope with, unquote. Now, I think I think he's uh, yeah I can see where he's going and I think you everyone can see what this is about this, this is about totalitarianism uh, with a nice I think what did you describe it it's it's tyranny with a smiley face I love yeah that. let me let, let me add something here Ron yeah go ahead this this, this word uh, you know you may not like big words and I don't much like them either <laughs> uh, but you know what. This is the one word in the English language that best describes what the hell is going on in the world. And yet we don't see fit to talk about it. 
Yes. And this, to me, has been astounding for the past 15, 18 years that I've been doing this, uh, that people don't want to talk about this. We're talking about the end of America. We're talking about a new rule of law. And we don't need to talk about this. It eliminates your property rights. And if you don't have property lot rights, guess what? You're a slave. That's I right. hate to break it to y'all, but if you don't get to own property, and that includes your own mind and your own body, then you're by God a slave. And I'm going to tell you how these people are doing it in a nutshell. First of all, they engineer the buy-in with this nice flowery language. Okay? They engineer with the buy-in uh, through the eager beaver types, the people that want to be successful. They want to be on, they want to be hit. They want to be on the winning team. Okay? Yes. First, they engineer the buy-in. They use the flowery language to deceive everyone. And people spread this language because they want to be cool. You yes. know, they parrot the stuff they see on, they hear on the TV or read in the newspapers and so they want to belong, they want to fit in, they want to conform, they want to be a good citizen. Right. Uh, a good corporate citizen, in fact. They want yeah. to be a good neighbor. And, uh, you know, they obviously, too, uh, you know, they want to get ahead. And so, first, you establish the buy-in. You engineer the buy-in. So that then the slaves can implement the vision. Yeah. Those are the people that are just going along with it. Whether in the business world, in the churches, in the schools, you know, remember in a, in a communitarian system, you have a mandatory partnership between the public sector, the private sector, and the social sector. And they all get a seat at the table, including all the fake scientists, the fake bought and paid for scientists, and the phony Christians, and who knows who else. Yes. I'm done. Yes. Well, thank Go you. Ahead. Uh, that was a good comment there on that. And I want to just continue this. So I wanted to get this uh, final stuff in there uh, before the end of the show. Uh, and so uh, I think this is only uh, almost the last slide. It says, uh, communitarian law, and this is by Lawrence Cumbie off his website. Um, communitarian law is the new legal system used by regional and local governments affiliated with the emerging global government. Two, this new law circumvents national law via a program of balancing, often implemented by a small group of self-appointed elites who achieve consensus. That's not voting. And three, for Americans, the adoption of these evolving principles transports us from a constitutional system of uh, uh, where we expect clearly defined basic rights like due process and legal searches to a more moralistic way of enforcing, quote, social justice, unquote, that only a few upper-level academics can define. Four, communitarian law is the precedent that requires the courts to rule in favor of the self-defined, quote, community, unquote, against individuals protected by constitutional law. Five, it limits the property rights of individuals in all member nations. I believe that is well said. I, I love uh, all of that right there. And we ha Let's see. We have, I think, this is probably the last slide. This one I wrote, and I wanted to get in for everybody to take with them. 
why communitarianism uh, is unlawful tyranny by Ron Avery. The doctrine of balance between individual rights and community rights is a falsehood to enslave. Community is simply a softer, kinder word for government or governance. The source of all authority for all lawful government or communities is the individual. The communities does not have rights. The community has duties to protect the property of every individual. The community can have nothing that is not first in the individual and then delegated to the community by each individual. And that authority is limited to the protection of the property of each individual. And that's what I wanted everyone to really realize uh, the importance of how to defeat this stuff. Because what we have to do is defeat this, this uh, communitarian concept. So any final words? Because that's about the end of our show. I think we have only a few seconds left here. Uh, Lark, and well, I appreciate you being here. I, I'd recommend that people, uh, you know, get knowledge up just a little bit. And we got to realize that uh, the enemy that we're faced with is in large part a frenemy. This, this is a person that can be regarded as a friend and an enemy. And a lot of times they don't realize that they are, in fact, criminals. They don't know that they're gangsters because they're not clued into the language. All they care about is being dressed for success. Okay, and so they're they're just not clued in. What we need to understand that this word communitarianism is the is the elephant in the room that you need to find out if you want to know who is your frenemy. Very good. Well, Lark, I appreciate you being on the show. We're going to write a summary of it, and I'm going to put your website in that summary too. So thanks for being with me. That was really great. Okay, we'll do this again soon. Thank you. All right. Thank you. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. 
listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. truth, truth.